Warning. Not suitable for younger listeners. Viewer discretion is advised as there may be some descriptions that some listeners may find upsetting. Welcome back to the Dark Side of the Dean. Episode 2, The Dean's Dark Doctor. This episode will be about the life of the infamous Aberdeen anatomist, Dr. Andrew Moyer. Tales of body snatching, riots, and even the army being deployed on the streets of Aberdeen. Dr. Moyer was born in the Granite City in 1806. He studied medicine at Aberdeen's King's College, graduating in 1826. He then travelled to London, where he became a member of the Royal College of Surgeons in 1828. But events in Scotland's capital city in the year 1828 were going to impact Dr. Moyer's life in unimaginable ways. Edinburgh 1828. William Burke and William Hare stalked the alleyways and back streets of Scotland's capital, murdering 16 people in a 10-month killing spree. Their victims included pensioners, women, children, and anyone unlucky enough to cross their path. At the time, Scotland was in the midst of an anatomy boom, and before 1832, the legitimate supply of cadavers simply could not meet the demand. When a pensioner died in Burke's lodging house, owing four pounds in rent, his body was sold to an Edinburgh university, and the resurrectionists, as they were known, were started on their unholy path. All of their victims' bodies were sold to anatomist Robert Knox, who would dissect them in front of crowds of up to 400 people. But Hare turned King's evidence against Burke, meaning he would be immune from prosecution if he gave evidence against Burke. Based on this evidence, it took a jury just 55 minutes to find Burke guilty on three counts of murder. He was sentenced to death. As cold Edinburgh rain lashed down at 8.15am on the 28th of January 1829, Burke was hanged as a crowd of 25,000 people looked on. While waiting for his date with the rope, Burke asked Knox if he would be willing to pay the five pounds he would have got for the final victim. He wanted the money to buy a new suit to wear to his execution. Following his death, Burke's own body was dissected in a two-hour lecture by Professor Alexander Munro, who during the lecture took a quill and loaded with Burke's blood, wrote a note that said, This is written with the blood of William Burke, who was hanged at Edinburgh. This blood was taken from his head. Burke's skeleton is still on display to this day at the University of Edinburgh's Anatomy Museum. When the news of Burke and Hare's crimes broke, it shocked the whole nation. And in the years that followed, anatomists were viewed with suspicion and fear by the general public. 
Dr. Moy returned to Aberdeen in 1828 with a group of about five colleagues and opened a private anatomy school that quickly became known locally as the Burkinus, and the students and teachers known as Burkers, in direct reference to the crimes of Burk and Hare. Rumours and stories of the dark and macabre activities at the anatomy rooms spread like wildfire among the residents of Aberdeen. It was said that medical students were paid ten shillings and sixpence to keep watch while their resurrectionist teachers would dig up bodies from the city's graveyards. One night, a small group of students were disturbed by members of the public as they carried a body back to the anatomy rooms. Worried about how the group would react to them, the students threw the cadaver off of the D-bridge into the cold water below as the horrified witnesses looked on in shock. The wife of one student's landlord got a nasty surprise when she entered the man's room, attracted by a strange smell one evening. The man had acquired the body of a young boy that had drowned in the river. He was boiling the child's body in a large broth pot on the stove in his room, trying to remove the flesh so he could turn it into a skeleton that he could display in the anatomy rooms. It was with a backdrop to stories like these circulating and the trial of William Burke going on in Edinburgh that the residents of Aberdeen turned on Dr. Moyer and his students. There are a number of differing accounts of what led to the events of a cold December afternoon where the anatomy rooms in Aberdeen were burnt to the ground by an angry, rioting mob and the army was deployed on the city streets. Unable to find a suitable body for the day's lecture, it is said that Dr. Moyer sent out a pair of students to find one. With only a very short time left until the lecture was due to begin, the pair of would-be body snatchers returned with the cadaver of an adult male. The students hurriedly prepared the body, and in front of a full lecture theatre, Dr. Moyer began the lesson. As he explained the procedure that he was about to carry out, the doctor pressed the cold, sharp steel of the scalpel blade into the abdomen of the body that lay before him, screaming. <coughs> Suddenly, the body leapt up, sending a tray of surgical equipment crashing to the ground <coughs> and ran out of the anatomy room into the street, blood pouring from the cut in his stomach. The sight of a hysterical, naked and bleeding man running down the street confirmed everything the people of Aberdeen thought was evil about anatomists and body snatchers. A group of 200 angry people descended on the Burking House. As they broke into the building, Dr. Moyer and the students were forced to leap from a window and flee the city, barely escaping with their lives. As the frenzied, riotous mob swelled to nearly 20,000, soldiers from a nearby barracks were deployed, but were told to hold position on School Hill, where they could monitor the crowd and respond if needed. Inside the anatomy rooms, the remains of three more people were found by a young boy, enraging the crowd even more. Burn in the house! Din wear the barking shop! Burn in the house! Din we the barking shop! Burn, 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 burn,
They smashed and looted equipment, literally tore down walls with their bare hands and set a light to the building. It would be a whole year before Dr. Moyer would dare to show his face in the city again. Now, people have pointed out a number of issues with this account. Firstly, some question if medical and anatomy students could really mistake a drunk passed out in an alleyway for a dead body. But it could be argued, given events in Edinburgh, if they would even have cared and perhaps decided to just take the risk that he would be so inebriated that they could get the dissection done with the man dying while unconscious. Others have stated that 20,000 rioters would represent almost every adult who lived in Aberdeen at the time of the riot, and it would not have been possible to fit that amount of people in the streets that surrounded the anatomy rooms. Four years after the events in both Edinburgh and Aberdeen in 1832, the introduction of the Anatomy Act legitimised the supply of bodies to anatomists and brought an end to the need for body snatching and resurrectionists. Dr. Moyer continued a successful career, being described as a driven pioneer in the field of anatomy and is still heralded amongst the medical community to this day. He died in 1844, aged 38 from typhoid, which he contracted from a general patient. He is buried in Kirkwall Graveyard in Aberdeen. We hope you enjoyed this terrible tale from Aberdeen. If you did, please join us next time when we will be recounting the story of the last man hanged in Scotland. Narrated by Alec Westwood. Alexander Munro, portrayed by Mark Kitt. Rioting Crowd, portrayed by Graham Crockett, Ronan Doyle, Chelsea Grace, Kenny Luke, Vi Milne, Catherine O'Donnell, and April Watson. Music by Rory Will. Edited by Richard Skinner. Written and produced by Cliff Hughes. The Dark Side of the Teen.